Today is Thursday, February 22nd. The title for our devotional is The Paradigm of Christ. Yesterday, we looked at Peter's instructions to household servants. Today, we are going to look at verses uh, 21 and 25 and the paradigm of Christ, the suffering servant. So let's read it again, uh, 1 Peter 3, 18 to 25. Servants, be subject to your masters with all respect, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the unjust. For this is a gracious thing. When, mindful of God, one endures sorrows while suffering unjustly. For what credit is it if, when you sin and are beaten for it, you endure? But if, when you do good and suffer for it, you endure, this is a gracious thing in the sight of God. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example, so that you might follow in his steps. He committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. For you were straying like sheep, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Just as the significance of the Greco-Roman household codes could not be overstated in the Roman culture, the significance of the cross of Christ cannot be overstated in the Christian culture and in the kingdom of God. Christian servants have been called to do good even if it means suffering for it. Why? Because of the paradigm of Christ. The word translated example in verse 21 is a word that was often used as a template of letters that kids would copy to learn their letters. They would trace them out. So they were to trace it exactly. In the same way, we are to mimic Jesus' way of life and follow his steps, he says. That's what he means by Christ to set an example for us. That's why I'm using the term paradigm. His way of life is the way of humble suffering and service, even in the face of injustice. In the way of Jesus, resurrection life is only attained after death to self. We must walk through the cross and the grave before glory. To servants who are suffering, what passage could be more comforting than Isaiah 53, which foreshadows Jesus as the suffering servant? The Messiah was to be a servant who suffered. and So he identified with the servants Peter is writing to. Here in this passage, he alludes to Isaiah 53 and 41 multiple times and even to the book of Ezekiel. Jesus was perfectly righteous, yet he was unjustly accused and put to death. When he was verbally abused, he didn't lash back and revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten back. He entrusted himself, it says, to him who judges justly. This is the key to living in the way of Jesus in the face of unjust suffering. Our trust must be so rooted in God that he will judge impartially in the end, as Peter has said before. Nobody is getting away with anything in the end. God will administer justice when Jesus returns and his justice is complete, it is perfect, and it is whole. On that day, those who arrogantly claim only God can judge me to excuse their injustice will realize the true dread of that statement. With this perspective, we can, like Jesus, walk through unjust suffering with resilience and determination while not retaliating and committing evil in return. Verse 24 is such a great picture of the atonement from Isaiah 53. It says, He bore our sins in his body on the cross. He became a curse for us. He took the sin of his people upon himself so that his people can live in righteousness, the righteousness that Christ gives us. By his wounds, the souls of his people have been healed from the effects of sin. All of his people had once strayed like sheep, aimless, 
sheep. But they had returned to Christ now, the shepherd, that is the pastor, and the overseer, that is the elder, of their souls. Jesus is our shepherd. Maybe read Psalm 23 today to get the picture of this. He is our overseer, our guardian. In him, in spite of even unjust suffering we face in this life, we can have peace and safety for our souls because he is our shepherd. He is our overseer. And we all, like sheep, had gone astray, but we have now returned to Jesus, the shepherd and overseer of our souls. Christian, this teaching is difficult. My prayer for all of us listening to this is that we should be so enthralled with Jesus that we would know him so well and trust him so deeply that following this way of life, this cruciform way of life, would not seem difficult, but we would view it for the joy and abundant life that it is. So read the words again of what Jesus has accomplished for you on the cross and trust yourself fully to God who judges justly. Imagine yourself as a lost, straying sheep returning to the shepherd and overseer of your soul. Then commit to following this paradigm of Jesus regardless of what awaits you in life. With Jesus as our model, as our paradigm, we can be resilient Christians even in the face of unjust suffering.